Pastor Mike McCoy, welcoming you to the Time of Truth. Uh, I'm in the Song of Solomon, chapter number two. I'm going to read one verse. I'm going to share just a few thoughts with you. Song of Solomon, chapter number two, one verse, verse number fifteen. This is uh, familiar ground. Uh, Song of Solomon's not everybody's favorite reading. Uh, it is that. It's a song. So it's not chronological. We read this thing. Our songs that we sing aren't chronological. Are you with me? Uh, you know, but it has a chorus. The chorus ties it all together. But these verses, one, two, and three, we sing three verse songs, four verse songs, two verse songs. And the, each verse tells a story, and then the chorus kind of pulls it all together. Are you with me? That's what this is. It's a song. I forget how many Solomon wrote, but he wrote a bunch. And a thousand and something. I think the book of Kings. And 3,000 Proverbs. A thousand songs and 3,000 Proverbs. Is it? I think that's right. So, Solomon, uh, Song of Solomon, chapter 2, verse 15. Have you found that? Take us the foxes, the little foxes that spoil the vines, for our vines have tender grapes. Father, I thank you for the night, for answered prayer. I thank you for the time we spent together today. I thank you for the meditation for this verse, for what you've instilled in my heart. I pray you touch my voice. I pray you touch my body. I pray you fill my mouth, guard my tongue. Help me be accurate in this scripture for these that have come out tonight, God. Father, I can't do one thing without you. But I can do all things through Christ, which strengthens me. I have no stones in my pockets tonight, God. I've killed some foxes today. Help us, Lord. Do the necessary things. Say the necessary things for the cause of our Christ. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. amen. And amen. I am my, uh, my thought tonight is this. Killing foxes. Killing foxes. Now, you, you just bear with my voice. I, I know I sound like a broken record, but it's it just rough. Uh, so, the Song of Solomon here Let's just, let's just get a brief outline of this thing. If you take all the verses, put all the verses together, here's what you're going to get. The king meets a, 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 a young girl dressing in a vineyard. She's the vine dresser. She's working outside. She stayed out there until she got sunburned. She said she's black. She's dark from being out in the sun, which was in this day a negative thing. Staying white was a big deal. The whiter, the better. <clears throat> Say, well, no, I'm not being racist. Or, it's just how it was. You do the historical study on it and see what you find. She is saying that in a negative context. I'm black. Nothing against black folk. It's just what the Bible says here. Here's what he says. I want you to go away with me. He loves her. Now, when you're reading this and you see my love, it's the bridegroom talking to the bride. And when you see be loved, it's the bride. It's the, it's, I'm, did I say that backwards? It's the bride. When you see be loved, it's the bride speaking to the bridegroom. When you see loved, it's the bridegroom speaking to the bride. 
She's the loved one. He loves her. This is a love song. As a matter of fact, the Jews thought this was the marital song, and it is that. And it says things, it's, it's strong language for some. They wouldn't even let the young Jews read this. Only the older ones could read it. It's a love song. Here's what it's saying. I want you to, we meet. He wants her to come away. For some reason, she doesn't go right then. But she dreams about him in, on her bed at night. Dreams about going away. And then what happens? Voila! After a period of time, he shows back up. Now, the dreams come true. Here's the one. He comes running. He comes over the fields and hollows. And who is this coming? It's the bridegroom. The bride's excited. Is anybody making this making sense to anybody? This is a picture. Now, the Jew, to the Jew, it's this. They were married to Jehovah. So this, to them, is the perfect marital song. It's a love song to instruct you on marriage. Very serious. But to the church, after, after this is written and the church comes along and Jesus is born, raised, crucified, resurrected back at the Father, we know by the Spirit of God that we're the bride of Christ, according to Ephesians and Revelation. We're the bride. What did he do? We saw him. We fell in love. He said, come away. Couldn't come away till he says it's time to come away. And then he comes back one day, praise God, and gets the bride. And they go live happily ever after in marital bliss. Isn't that good? That's his plan for marriage here. This doesn't work out that way every time. But that's the plan. But before she starts dreaming about him on the bed, and when she decides she can't go away, she says, let's take us the foxes. What about the foxes? The little foxes that spoil the vines. They spoil the vines. For our vines have tender grapes. Now, when we get to John, we learn something. Jesus said in John 15, I'm the vine. What are we, Junior? We're the branches. We're the tender vines. Little vines. The little vine comes off the big vines. Am I not right? Huh? That's why we're picking sticks up in the yard right now still. They never quit falling. Why? The, the big ones stay, the little ones fall off. So here we have the tender vines, the, the small vines, and that's where the fruit grows is on the end of the small vine. Am I right about that? Somebody in here has uh, ever had a grape vine? You know that. That it doesn't grow off the big thick part, does it? No, it grows off the little tender part. And the thing that the fox does, and it's the little foxes that does it. You know what they do? They come and they take the tender and they gnaw it and it destroys the vine and the fruit. When we read this, understand this tonight. Talking about killing foxes. Somebody in this, it may be for one person here tonight. I don't know. Maybe for someone watching on video or that'll hear this later. I know I've killed a few today myself. You probably got a fox you don't know anything about. Or you probably got a fox you know all about. The bride, this is the bride 
spirit, making a spiritual application. This is the bride of Christ. This isn't the unsaved. This is the one he's a spouse to. This is the one he's chosen. They've fallen in love with each other. This is the one that said, hey, I'm his and he's mine. Praise God. And I can't go right now, but I'm going to go in one of these days. I'm dreaming about it. But while I'm here, what about the foxes? Well, what about the foxes? You know what the fox does? Hurts the fruit. Now it's the bride of Christ and the, uh, uh, the, uh, the Holy Ghost indwelling us. We know this. What do we know? What's the fruit of the Spirit? Love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, and temperance. That is the fruit, singular, not fruits. The fruit of the Spirit are all those. I want you to picture all that. Up on one big grape. All them. The fruit. There it is. You know what the fox wants to do? First, I want us to acknowledge the foxes. You know what most good Baptists say? He's a burning them up over there. I know exactly who he's preaching to. They got problems. God says to me, how many foxes you got, Mike? Oh. You better kill your own foxes before you start telling somebody else to kill theirs. Acknowledge the foxes. This is a picture of the bride. The bride herself says, what about the foxes? Oh yeah, they're here. What do they do? They hurt the vine. They chew the vine. They're after the tender grapes. They don't want the fruit to come to fruition. They want to kill it before it's ever ready to eat. They don't want you to have it to be able to give it to somebody else. The fox, listen, acknowledge the fox. Are you, a, are you a constant complainer? Are you a Debbie Downer? Is it, is it hallelujah land? Or how'd that happen land? You know what the intent of the fox is? is? Just to destroy the fruit. So we know if we acknowledge the fox, we know the intent of the fox. Let's just identify some foxes. It's already started off tonight. I mean, it's already started off. Starting the prayer room. Randy's already talked about it. One mind, one accord, not having ought against anybody, anywhere, anytime. You don't like the way they do it? Pray for them. They're not a free will Baptist? Don't you run them down. Listen, 
If they're Church of God, Pentecostal, whatever they are, if they've been born again, they're in my family. They may not act like me. I don't act like some of them. Listen, they may do things different than me. I do things different than them. Does that matter to the Lord? Jesus said you must be born again. If you have been, you're in the family. If you haven't been, you're not. The bride's speaking here. Think about foxes. It's not big foxes, by the way. It's them little ones. It's them little ones that don't seem to matter. It's things we pollute our minds with. Things we see, say, or show. Foxes. Foxes. Identify the foxes. It's animosity toward Gordon. And now here I go. It's anger against a guy that can't drive. You talk like you're the best driver in the world. I'm not, but I think I am. <laughs> the only professional driver I got in here tonight is Randy and Cameron. And I think Jared's working on it right now. Praise God. His daddy did not amen that. I don't know what's wrong with him over there. Trouble in the house. Trouble in the camp. Trouble in the church. Trouble with somebody else. Trouble with the Lord. Identify the foxes. Until the fox is identified, there'll never be anything done with it. Randy said it right now. And I'm not picking on Randy. But here's, here's a fox. Fear. Fear's a fox. It'll keep you from speaking to somebody. It'll keep you from doing what you know you need to do. Keep you from getting up. From the first time Delmer. Now, I'm not. Here's how this. Here's how it works. First time I sang a song over an old sanctuary a long time ago. I had to sit down in a chair because I couldn't stand up to play. And I'd played a lot of places. Standing up wasn't no problem there. But standing up here was a problem. Is anybody with me? Should I just close now in prayer and let's go to the house? Identify the foxes, fear. But you know what I read in that book? Perfect love casteth out fear. He loves me perfectly. I got nothing to be afraid of. If God be for me, who could be against me? If I'm doing it for God's glory and I fall on my face, you know what he's going to say? You've done your best. Yeah, but I can't speak, teach. I can't talk to nobody. I can't witness. I can't. You can pray. Identify the foxes. Whatsoever is not of faith is sin. He that knoweth to do good and doeth it not to him it is. So it's not the things we do. Sometimes it's the things we don't do we should do. What's that fox? Now I know I'm preaching Wednesday night crowd. People, folks come to church on Wednesday night. God bless you. But there's some people watching this that just come on Sunday. Or they'll hear this going down the road. 
And there's some that can't come. There's, listen, God's, God's not looking for, he knows reasons. He knows what a reason is. He understands that. I identify the foxes. Would everybody in the room tonight agree? Would we all acknowledge that there's foxes that we have to be aware of? Would we agree tonight on this, that the intent of the fox is to take away the fruit, doesn't want us producing anything for the cause of Christ and the glory of God? Can we agree on that tonight? Can we agree that if we just look real close, we can identify some foxes in our own lives? Relationships, ridicule. Respecter of person. You know what that means? Better not treat anybody in this building any better than you treat anybody else. It's sin. It's a fox. You know what it does? It hurts the fruit. If there's somebody in this building that shows up on Sunday morning, you see them in the store and you get anxious, you need to walk up to them and say, let's have prayer right now. You make me nervous. Respect to a person. Come through them doors on Sunday morning, start complaining about something, you ought to come straight to the altar and ask God to forgive you. I'm just trying to identify some foxes. Young people, listen. Young people, you're not following the counsel of a godly mom and dad. You got a fox you need to kill. You know why they do? You know why there's rules and boundaries? Because they care for you. You know the kids that have no rules, no boundaries? There's not much love there. Where'd you learn that, preacher? God's got some boundaries for us. Jack Lester preached a message one time, out of bounds, if I could find it. Maybe he'll, God let me preach it here. Out of bounds. Identifying foxes. I'm about done. You know what you do to the little fox? You acknowledge the fox is there, but here's what you do to the little fox. You annihilate that thing. You know what annihilate means? Utterly destroy. That means there ain't nothing left of it. You stomp him till the fur's gone off that thing. I'm talking, it ain't but a powder. It's gone, it's dead. It can't get back up. It's over. You're done with that thing and it's done with you. What do you do? You kill the fox. You kill it. If it's your tongue, stick a needle in it so you won't wag it. Kill the fox. What does that do? Here's what it does. Two things and I'm done. Number one, it saves the vine. It saves the vine. When the vine's right. and Now the big vine's always right. It's the little branches that's the problem. And the tender fruit. The big vine's always right. But it's the little vines. And the fox just likes to come and gnaw on it. And the sap starts running out of it. 
It gets injured and it can't get the nutrition, the things that it needs to the fruit. And it's easy to see. You ever heard this expression? Dried up on the vine. Why would we want to save the vine? So we can share the fruit. That's it. Freely you have received, freely you shall give. You know what I've asked God to make me, make me, enable me to do is to be the number one encourager. I'm just going to be honest. I'll never be the soul winner that Chris Rumfeld is. And I don't know many people that are. Just, he's in the league by himself. He's in, the, he's in the Billy Sunday League. And part of my, it's me. I'm always in a hurry. I went to Walmart with him one day. And we are supposed to have been somewhere an hour ago. And he's still in there running his mouth. I said, Chris, let's, we've made a commitment. Let's go. Supposed to be there. Just a minute, brother. Just a minute. He's chasing people down in the Walmart. I'm going, oh, Lord, help. Come on. If I say I'm going to be there, unless I die or something happens, I'll be there and I'll be early. I was picking Kathleen White up one morning about 5 o'clock to go to uh, Nashville, take her up there. Danny is having surgery. Or one of them, Danny said, now, Mama, said, if I know Brother Mike, said, he said 5 o'clock, you better be ready about 4.30, no later than a quarter till he's going to be in the driveway blowing the horn. I pulled in about 4.30. She stuck her head out the door. She's ready to go. If you make a commitment, you ought to do it. Just trying to share the fruit. Just want to share it. What? Love, joy, peace. Long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, and temperance. I'm still working on that last one real hard, but I'm trying. I'm a lot better than I was, I'll say that. Can we share that? It's hard when the fox is chewing the vine. And we don't have to let the fox do it. Fox is no match for the one that owns me. No match. That's all I'm going to do. Come on, Matthew. Come on, Tony. Sing me a verse and chorus a song. If somebody comes and prays, kills a fox or two, we'll just keep singing. Pastor Mike McCoy, thanking you for joining us at the Time of Truth.